Hello and welcome back to episode 54, postseason, post-free agency, mid-trading, Western Conference edition? No, just edition. Uh, I'm your host, Felix Vogel, and this is my podcast, D, a.k.a. my dad, Mark Vogel. You've summed it up, Felix, and everybody listening. What is there to talk about in the middle of summer, the dog days of summer? There's no NBA action on the court, but that doesn't stop us from filling the airwaves with some speculation about what the new season's going to bring for the Warriors, and also some new changes out of the commissioner's office that we're going to discuss on this episode today. Where yeah. do we start, Felix? You saw how I was trying to do a play on episode 49, mid-play-in, post We love the hyphens here at Untucked Shorts. There's nothing we can't hyphenate. (laughs) You know, we want to break it to immediately because I'm sure a ton of you guys are clicking refresh and to no amount, to no amidst, to no... To no avail. To no avail. To no avail. You always have the words I'm looking for. But we'll get right to it. We haven't recorded since the big news dropped. Draymond signed again with the Warriors for four years and $100 million. So all that stress about whether he'd leave or not has dissipated. We know he's staying. And the first year he took cheap so it could fit our salary cap needs. Do you have anything to say? There was a lot of agita, a lot of nervousness in the Warrior fan base about would he stay or would he go. Dragged it out till the they couldn't get a deal done before free agency started. But I think it was like one of the first big signings of free agency, which makes me think that he was never really going to go anywhere else. He always knew he wanted to stay here. Would have been fascinating if he had left and that would have just really thrown everything in a tailspin. It's a commitment to running it back with this uh, awesome Hall of Fame lineup that we have. Yeah, you made some good points, but I just was so distracted because you said, would he stay or would he go? Which made me think, you know, Stranger Things, how they keep playing that song. Mm-hmm. By The Clash? By The Clash, yeah. What's it called? I was stuck in my head throughout that whole uh, monologue you had right there. So I think this is obviously good. I think this is great that he's the trio is going to stay together for uh, this year at least. And I'm sure, you know, Clay Thompson. He's not going anywhere. He Warrior for life. Come on, Clay. I want to defend Draymond because people are going to be baffled. Like, wow, he's getting paid $100 million over four years. That is way too much for him. And I totally agree for you. That I totally agree with you. That is way too much. But the reason why he wants this much money is because he's been underpaid on his last four-year contract. So he really was shorted a ton on his last four years. And so he wants to get that back. It's like Pippen in the late 90s. He was really underpaid, even though he's maybe top five in the league. It kind of balances out the little he got paid last year. It does seem as if he is being rewarded for the past contributions. We wouldn't have four championships in in his 10-year career. We may have two because, you know, Katie was a little. All right. Katie is sort of of unstoppable. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He is the anchor of this defense and Curry, Curry wouldn't be Curry without Draymond. Of that, I'm sure. So he's rewarded for his his effort so far. And last season, I think he definitely proved he still got it. So you're right. Three years from now, maybe he will have lost another step or two, but he's on board. And so... Draymond is locked in, um, but some people have now left. Free agency also meant that there were a couple of Warriors who have gone on to greener pastures. Yeah. So I remember during when we recorded in Utah a 45-minute episode a couple years ago, we did something called Honoring the Departed. So I feel like if we could edit in some like memorial music right here. They're not dead. But they're, they're departed from us. They're, that's true. 
they're not dead to us. They always live on. I feel like I'm having some major deja vu. Yeah. Linked to episode 45 deja vu you know, episode. We've done so many no, that was mood swings. That all of these wow. are now just totally references to other episodes. Yeah, we've done a little too many. But so anyways, who has departed? Well, as the music starts to play here, the first and maybe most obvious departure is Red Velvet. The one and only. Dante DiVincenzo has sadly left this team. He will sign with the Knicks, $50 million over, I think, two, three? Four years. Four years? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. So half as much as Draymond, but a huge pay raise for him. He was making about $4 million last year. I think, I'm just proud of him. He was injured in Milwaukee after the finals, and this was his comeback season. He developed, and now he's going for much more money. So I always feel good. I'm just remembering his hustle, his great defense, his pestering defense. We he was loved him, Gary Payton, and Draymond. It's just such a good defensive core. Do you have a quick highlight just off the top of your head? Um, my highlight was the double overtime Atlanta game where Dante Divincenzo hit right. the deep three. So he comes in clutch when needed. I wish him well always as a fellow redhead. Another. Warrior who has left and joined a team in the Eastern Conference is Ty Jerome, our backup point guard, signed for $5 million with the Cleveland Cavaliers. So good for him. I think that's a huge pay raise for him. He earned it. He put in some major minutes for us. But with the signing of Chris Paul, he knew he was falling. The uh, steady point guard. Yeah, $5 million in Cleveland. Cleveland's a really young team now. So he'll have minutes and he'll have room to do his thing. So I'm glad for Ty Jerome. I think he was a little overrated by some fans. To those listening, you know who you are. Um, now, you can't think about Ty Jerome without thinking about Anthony Lamb. And what's his status right now? We don't really know, right? Right. I, think. I don't know that he's signed with anybody else, but he's not on our current he's roster. He's not on our roster. And he's not the only one who was on he's the team last it. year. And this is one, Felix, that I know you have a special soft spot for. Yeah, I think I'm just so sad to see maybe the hardest loss of all, even over Dante DiVincenzo. I disagree with this, but continue. Okay, just for just for the just for the life of the Get podcast. Get on with it. Who are you talking about? Don't keep them in suspense. Dinner is over. The vegetables are being cleared into the compost, <laughs> and the biggest vegetable of all is has left the plate. The cabbage, aka Michael Green, is out of here. See you later, Jamaica. Oh. It didn't really work out the way we all hoped. Um, you did okay, but not quite good enough to Some earn... sickness? He had COVID this season. He had a leg thing. He had a COVID thing. I mean, his but... basketball was whatever, but his nickname, that was something to be admired. And Farewell. sometimes... Farewell the cabbage. See you later, cabbage. We did have some highlights with you. He came on in spurts. Uh, I think that game that Curry got injured, we watched with. Uh, he was Dustin a dunking Lampora. machine. He was. That was a highlight. I mean, for me when the cabbage December. goes off, the cabbage goes off. He spits and those strawberries inside. Last side. time you ever hear that phrase, the cabbage goes off. <laughs> That's my guess. We'll see what happens soon. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, we have so many episodes. Everything's we did. We now. got a lot more. So. That's Dante DiVincenzo, Jermichael Green, Ty Jerome uh, are not on the team anymore. It doesn't look like Anthony Lamb's on the team, although there's still some... He's probably two-way right now. I bet he's two-way. Could, could like be that. coming back. Uh, last time we talked about the draft and about how Brandon Pajemski and Trace Jackson Davis made the team. But since then, we've also had a couple of other signings. You want yep. to talk about the new players? I would ask for a moment of silence, but dead air on a podcast is maybe the worst thing that they you can have. They are not 
dead. This is getting dark. <laughs> a moment of silence. Well, they, they've for a backup point guard and a and like a, a, a struggling <laughs> five. Okay, 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 I mean, okay. I get the point. All right, we're all right. honoring them, Dad. All right, this is not. They are to... honored. You They're are honored. honored. <laughs> they are honored. Anyway, some new interesting acquirements, which I guess we're all happy about. We'll see how it works out. Uh, the first one, I'm not sure if you've heard of him. He he's a 12 year guard out of Detroit, and when. Uh, we knew Ty Jerome left. We were still in need of a spot of a point guard. He was straight out of Texas. His name's Corey Joseph. Haven't heard much of him. Third string point guard. He's Canadian. So he and Wiggins. And um... I think his biggest attribute is he officially makes our team one third international. That is true. That's his biggest statistic. Because in addition to Andy, Andrew Wiggins, who's Canadian, and Kaminga, who is from the Congo, we signed somebody else who is foreign-born, and that would be Dario Saric. Now, this was kind of the number one on the free agency hunt list. Yep. Dario Saric is a center. Uh, yeah, he's a center from OKC. He seems to blend well with what Steve Kerr is needed to have. He's tall. He's 6'10", Looney's height. He played in Phoenix with Chris Paul. So they've got apparently good chemistry. And we talked last time about who would score in the second unit. So they can run the pick and roll. Chris Paul and Darius Arch have done it before. And um, as, it also, as a big man. It also takes much less. It takes a lot more. It alleviates pressure on Draymond Green to have to guard big men. Down down the line. That's but true. It's another big body. We are totally the Olden State Warriors signing two more old guys, getting rid of Ty Jerome. So we're well, embracing. Sarge is, Sarge is still only, I think, 28, 29 years old. He's not quite as old as these still other 30, guys. Though. I think it's a good pickup. They got him pretty much on the cheap because he had some injuries. But we needed, we needed some height, and um, we got it. I feel a little embarrassed. I was talking episode 53 about Trace Jackson Davis. Kind of being up and coming. Yeah. But I also mentioned that he could spend the whole season in the G League, which he probably will now that we acquired Dario Saric. We don't know, though. Who's Croatian, by the way? Did we say he's Croatian? Oh, yeah. He's Croatian. So he also completes the the two biggest attributes to our team is making us more international as far as our new signings. I think that was kind of our goal. It's like, hey, let's be a little more. It's a global game. You know, now that the cabbage is gone, we need to put more stuff on our plate. That's all I have to say. Well, (laughs) anyways. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some new rules and a new in-season competition in the NBA coming up right after the break. Welcome back to episode 54 of Untucked Shorts. I'm your podcastee, Mark. This is your host, Felix. And the NBA has decided to do something about a chronic problem, something that has played the NBA. People have complained about it. And it's also something that you, Felix, um, have have become sort of expert in in your own basketball, club basketball team leagues. And I'm talking about flopping. This year, for the first time ever, there will be technical penalties assessed for people who flop. Yeah, Dad, I don't know how many people, how, how many of our listeners have amnesia, but thank you for reintroducing ourselves after the break, which to them is about five seconds. Oh okay, I'm sorry, I'm You're sorry. Right. But oh anyways. Well, to us, about you don't know. The- I mean, in that break, Felix, you and I, we went for a bike ride, we got our hair cut. Went to the we- Louvre. <laughs> 
climb Mount Everest. You have you have no idea, guys. Anyways, about flopping, I flop. Everyone flops, and all I have to say is I'm glad it's in the NBA. I'm glad it's not going to affect my AAU games. Flopping, if caught, which is going to be hard to do. Yeah, hey, I'm really going to reference to the dog cast. That's that was right. Our dogs right there. Are shaking around. It's a little bit of a bummer that the first time this is rule is the first year we have Chris Paul on our team. Yeah. Because he's like the expert flopper. He is the floppy. He's the floppiest. He's going to be the victim. You of don't this get this, rule. but I, if, if he was a part of a computer in the 1980s, I would call him floppy disk. Anybody? Crickets? Well, there, so there's some crickets needed here for our younger folks, but I'm sure we have about half of our podcast listeners laughing. <laughs> uh, well, that's always good. But it will immediately be, if caught, it'll be deduced with a technical free throw. It's like the take foul, if caught, uh, free throw on the ball. And so I think it's going to change just a bit, but I think people are going to find their way around it eventually. So um, That's you, one rule you change. talked about how it was a judgment call. Yeah. And if the refs make the wrong judgment, this is good because the second rule can help coaches feel more free about questioning the refs. That's right. The coach's challenge. There's a slight tweak to the coach's challenge. This time, if a coach challenges and is successful, they get to keep their challenge and use it again. If it's unsuccessful, it's like last year, challenge is gone, timeout lost. Right. If successful, you know, we get to keep going. It's a little bit like tennis. They get to use it again. And such. Right. So exactly. I think that's good. Uh, I'm, I'm really a big fan of that thing, that call. That's um, right. Because now if it's like it's so obvious in the third quarter, they can do it and know that they still have it in their back pocket if they need it in crunch yeah. time. Huh, okay, so those are some rule changes. really interested yeah, in Bertie the... Bertie and Baxter, uh... welcome. Oh. Something you want to tell us? It's almost dinner time? Uh, yeah, they wow, seem really interested in the really, flopping rule. They're, really they're up in our business. You want to know what's going on. Yeah. Um, last thing we're going to cover today, the NBA has decided that the regular season needs some jazzing up. So they have instituted a Premier League or European Soccer League in-season tournament. It's called the NBA Cup. It is regular season games in November. Um, count. Boy. Sorry, we may need to take we're, just we're a small break here. here. These what dogs are going on. All- Okay, we are back. Sorry for the brief dog interruption. I think things have calmed down now. Let's see. We were talking about the NBA Cup, the in-season tournament that Adam Silver thinks will be a good idea this season. What are, you, what are your thoughts about it, Felix? Well, I think after the Plain Jane-Utah All-Star game, where it was basically layup lines, yeah. no real – I mean, they were just trying too hard for the highlights and no one was actually playing. So I think after that – the NBA realized we need some pajazz, sparkle, ratazz. Pizzazz? Pizzazz. See, he, he, he's, a, he's a dictionary for what I need. There we are. <laughs> I like pajazz, though. I love pajazz. Um, well, Maybe that'll be my anyways, new band. Um, a quick and brief explanation of the tournament. What's it called? The NBA? The NBA Cup. This is how it's going to work. The NBA Cup. There are all 30 teams get to play. They're divided up into six divisions, kind of like you would have in the World Cup. Each division plays its all the other teams in it on Tuesdays and Fridays in November. Coming out of that, the teams with the two best records go into some knockout competition, which is kind of, I think you were saying, a little bit like a March Madness type situation. It's just totally March Madness, yeah. So amidst uh, the season, mid-November to early December. That's right. Is Championship when game in played. Las Vegas. And, you know, your kind of your bracket is decided by how you did last season. Yeah. So you'll get, it's almost like a play-up kind of rematch-up. 
So I'm sure we'll play the Lakers again. I think, well, I, I think what's interesting is one, it's um, a tournament, but there's it's just a one-game series, like one game college series, basketball, yep. which is different for the NBA. Again, um, March Madness. And I think it's also interesting that the regular, these count as regular season games also. So people will always have something to play for, even if they like go 0-2 down in their bracket. They still want to win games three and four, even if they know they won't advance in this NBA Cup. Because those are still important victories. Yeah, this so may... it might alter like the tanking thing somehow and give some of the like, mediocre teams something to play for. Because you could see like a Kings. This may actually kind of screw up our our scheduling with our teams. Don't you think? Because like if we have to play our bracket in mid November to December, yeah, and they count as regular season, yeah. It, let's say we play the Bucks in the finals. Will we also play the Bucks two more times? Whoa. That, that's weird, right, to think about? That is weird to think about. And you know what? It's not my job to think about it. So good luck to the NBA commissioners and the <laughs> rules committee. We're going to sit back and enjoy it. And um, I think, Felix, we should wrap up here. Yeah, it was just a quick preview of this new NBA Cup. I'm looking forward to it. I think they're trying to change it around, make it more of a fan favorite. Hopefully it doesn't turn out like the All-Star Games. I think it's good that they are making it count towards your regular season games because people care more. People yeah, care more. That's that, what I care about. That's true. Give us something to care about in the middle of the season. So we'll brief you with more trades, more updates. I know we haven't talked about women Yama yet. We'll find time to do that sooner or later. But, but right now we're going to take a couple of weeks off. Felix, you're leaving tomorrow for summer camp in the High Sierras. I'm leaving for summer camp. And then right after that, I'm doing sports broadcasting camp. You heard that right. So hopefully I'll come back with some more intelligence and Let's say I won't be looking for pajazz. I'll already get what You're was it? Gonna get Spaz. You. I already forgot it. Wow. Uh, okay. Right. Never mind. We'll see you next time on Untuck Shorts. Have a good summer break, everybody. Oh, <laughs> see, I still can't do this. Would you hit stop? It's so hard. I'm using my you left hand. Do it.